that yeah. fucking movie is insane. <laughs> I want to hear Mandy Patinkin sing that. <laughs> oh my god, I can hear it. I can blue, hear blue, blue. it. Pick up the red, pick up the red. Holla, <laughs> Finishing a hat. Oh my god. Holla. Holla. Dog. Ruff. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a brand new episode of Poor Unfortunate Podcast. I'm Caroline A. Meddy. And I'm Connor Perkins. Thank you to everyone who is a returning listener. It's so great having you back here with us. And for anybody who's new, welcome. We love having you. And go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening to the podcast to make sure all of our new episodes download right to your device. You don't miss anything. And if you like this episode, please remember to leave a rating and a review afterwards so that other people can find the podcast. Your review could be the difference between someone hitting play and someone moving on. So, Caroline, what's new? Well... You asked on the right day because we got some we got some cool parks news today. So yeah, this did. is as far as Disneyland Resort. So we found out that on April 22nd, the Main Street Electrical Parade, Disneyland Forever Fireworks, and World of Color are all returning at last. Thank Gord. Oh my god, thank Gord. And there's going to be some adjustments to the Main Street Electrical Parade. So now the grand finale of the parade is going to have new floats to celebrate the parade's 50th anniversary. And they are going to be in the style of It's a Small World, Mary Blair, and include characters from The Jungle Book, Raya and the Last Dragon, Aladdin, Coco, Mulan, Brave, The Princess and the Frog, Encanto, and more. So exciting. It looks... Yeah, the the concept concept art art, looks really cute. Oh my gosh, yes. And it fits so well with what's already there, the, the wavy flag with the fireworks, which... I mean, I get, but at the same time, I always felt like it was just such a letdown to the amazing floats that were prior mm-hmm. to that in the, po- yes. in the parade to be like, oh, this is what we're ending on. And this mm-hmm. feels like a really, really nice ending. Also, it'll be really, really cool to see like Mirabelle with fireworks above her like in Encanto. So, oh my gosh, yeah. I know. I'm I'm hoping that they also... We haven't had any word about Phantasmic returning to Disney World, have we? Oh, not to Disney World. I haven't heard anything yeah, about Disney World. I really, uh, I hope that comes soon. It's just, it's very, it's very exciting to hear the return of a lot of this live entertainment stuff. But yeah, huh, I'll try not to be too much of a downer. I'll, I'll touch on it briefly. But it, it was a little bit of a downer for me to, to have this hopeful news come right after the mask mandate was lifted in the parks last week. And we have a lot to say about this. We will talk more because there's just a lot of parks things I think we need to talk about with y'all and hear what y'all have to say. But for me, I mean, we could go on and on. But one of the things that I have to say that really stood out about this mandate being removed 
is that there was next to no notice about it happening, and therefore families who had vacations booked who were not comfortable going without the mandate were just out of luck. Yeah. Like, they had, like, what, like, a week's notice before they knew that they would be going on a trip where people weren't weren't wearing masks. And I just think that's so unfair and so, like, irresponsible. Yeah, and it wasn't, like, a stepping stone of, like, vaccinated people will do kind of like what they're trying to do in in Disneyland mm-hmm. where they're lifting the mask mandate but even in Disneyland they're like we're going to start lifting the mask mandate for people who are vaccinated but are you checking proof of vaccination no, when you enter the park no. no and i'm no. like there then really you're not you're giving yourself like a bullshit excuse to lift the mask mandate and i'm like And this is what I'll say about this for now. I'm like, my Mm -hmm. frustration is, haven't we learned yet of, like, when the numbers go down and we start lifting all of the restrictions, then the numbers start going back up? I'm like, let's wait for things to get maybe a little bit closer to the zero mark before Mm -hmm. we start pulling things back. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just going to see the new Delta or we're going to see the new Omicron. Like, Mm -hmm. if Broadway Mm -hmm. is still... Asking for proof of vaccination and having everyone masked to be in there. And and the houses are packed. The houses are packed <laughs> and it's and it's really successful. I'm like, and people are being safe and they're able, like, I feel like this practice can That's my problem continue. with Disney too, is that requiring masks was not hurting the bottom line at all. No. That's what really bothers me about it. They at were some still point, hitting capacity. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, I understand corporations are going to do what makes them the most money and they were just not losing money having mask mandates that's what really really bothers me so it's just like yeah we'll we'll get into it more we have we've discussed this at length we have a lot more to say about this but um stay tuned for that stay tuned yeah and especially i'll just say this last thing and especially lifting the mask mandate when you also have not hired back all of your cast members that you had previously let go Mm -hmm. during the pandemic i'm like Mm -hmm. now you just don't have the people who can just even just freaking control the situation. Like, you mm-hmm. just don't have the manpower anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what, that's what we're going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other Disney Parks news. Uh, this is a <laughs> a funny one that happened. Oh, yes. Literally yes. right before we were getting ready <laughs> to record. So, the chief corporate affairs guy, official title, for <laughs> Disney, who was the previous like public something or other for bp during their oil spill and stuff like that wow uh jeff morell he accidentally today leaked the release date <laughs> the release date of uh guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind in epcot uh which is memorial day weekend shortly afterwards he took down that tweet and then reposted it without the date but the damage was already done oh, he leaked wow. it and i'm like Wow. Ironically, leaks seem to be a thing for Mr. XBP person. Wow. So, Is it going to be ready by Memorial Day weekend? I find that hard to believe, but okay. I, I mean, will anything ever be ready? No. <laughs> that's what I feel like. <laughs> well, that's, you know, speaking of that, they've been letting, um, like, you know, they've been doing influencer previews of the Galactic Star Cruiser. <laughs> and so that's happening. Yeah. Well, that's supposed to launch next week. <laughs> like. <gasps> Galactic Star Cruiser is supposed to start next week, and then what also, in the world? they were bringing this is this is a miracle. This is how I know like shit is oddly moving in mm. I don't know what direction, but it's moving. Ride vehicles were being transferred into Magic Kingdom Park for, for Tron Light yes. Cycle Run. Yes, <gasps> I was like, holy shit! It's only been eighty four years. I know, old lady from Titanic. 
like, <laughs> since this has been happening. Well, I mean, same thing with Cosmic Rewind. Mm-hmm. Like, Ellen's Energy Adventure was shut down. Velocicoaster was announced in Universal. Mm-hmm. Velocicoaster opened in Universal. And Cosmic Rewind isn't going to open until a year later. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like come on. Come yeah. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, um, no, I actually didn't know about this. Toontown will be closing mm-hmm. in Disneyland for a major overhaul. I actually didn't really know about yeah. that. Um, yeah, to welcome been the Runaway Railway that for a while. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Runaway Railway is going to go up. They're reimagining Goofy and Donald's stuff. Mm-hmm. Roger Rabbit is going to stay. Mickey and Minnie's house is mm-hmm. going to stay. I keep forgetting um, that the Roger Rabbit cartoon spin is there. I've never been on it. Yeah. Next time I go, I got to get on that ride. Yeah, but I'm excited for for the changes that are happening to Toontown mm-hmm. because it feels like it's going to make it a little bit more, yeah, like even more cohesive. And I mean, Toontown and Disneyland is already <laughs> see the first episode of the season <laughs> yes, is already yes. wildly better than what we yeah. the joke that we kind of had in, yes. in Walt Disney World. I feel like there's a place for Toontown in the parks. It's just got to be like you said, got to be freshened up. Yeah, for sure. I do too, and it That's has fun. to have like some significant rides. Not yeah. like the yeah. Barnstormer <laughs> and a splash area. <laughs> uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness got a second trailer during the big game. The big game. Mm-hmm. And it just looks so freaking yeah, it looks good. Really good. It looks yeah, it looks so good. good. Yeah. Uh, Moon Knight is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Turning Red is when is that? Turning Red is in March. I forget uh-huh. what, what date in March. Yeah. But next month, Turning Red. Yep. Also, this is not new news, but I don't know if we've ever discussed it. But at some point in the last couple of months, we finally got the release date for the live action Little Mermaid. Mm. So that'll be May 26th, 2023. Yeah. All right. I'm so excited for it. I've been talking about this since like two years ago. I keep waiting. I just really want to see this movie. Uh, All right. I think that's pretty much everything that we have right now for Disney News. Mm Mm-hmm. As always, stay up to date with our social media and we'll keep you posted on mm-hmm. any, any new stuff. We will. Uh, so with that, let's just dive right into the episode, shall mm-hmm. we? We shall. So everyone, it's the moment that we've been waiting for and maybe some of you have been waiting for as well. Today, in our wild card episode, we will be hosting the second annual PUAs, the Poor Unfortunate Awards, the Golden PUAs. Oh, uh. whatever you choose to call it. It's going to be fun, people. I'm just so excited. Oh, my God. It's going to be such a good time. All yes. of the stars are here this evening. <laughs> they are dressed to the nines. <laughs> we have each prepared 10 uh, truly miscellaneous categories. Yeah. Um, and we are going to allow the other to ultimately determine the winner. But last year when we hosted the PUAs, we kind of just released the episode and heard about your opinions afterwards. But this year... We, at this point, now that this episode is released, we have already put out a list of the nominees for you. So you can, you know, make your decisions beforehand, whether it's who you think should win, who you think we will decide will win, and and kind of play along with us. So I hope you took a look at that. It'll be in a highlight on our Instagram. Uh, and then you can play along, just like just like every other awards show. Because, listen, it's the golden yeah. to us. See what happens. See what upsets there's going to be. Mm-hmm. We know Caroline always, is an agent of chaos. Yes, there's always an upset. And see what Moonlight La La Land trouble we're going to get into this year. (laughs) All right. Uh, 
All right. So yeah. without further ado, I, we don't have any opening ceremony or opening number this year. We're, <laughs> We're just going to dive right in. <laughs> We're the hosts, obviously. <laughs> All right. Um, I think I'm going to present you with the first category. How do you feel about oh, that? I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Okay. Without further ado, the first category, best non-speaking performance by an animal in an animated film. We have Dumbo from Dumbo, Kevin from Up, Miko from Pocahontas, Maximus from Tangled, and Cricky from Mulan. Just overall performance, not comedy performance. Just overall performance. Yes, indeed. Performing what they have been assigned to perform, if you will. Okay. And the golden pua goes to Maximus from (gasps) Tangled. Oh, congratulations, Maximus, for winning the second year in a row in his category. Wow. I know. Wow. (gasps) A regular Meryl Streep. Oh, my gosh. Over Dumbo. What an upset. I know. Oh, my gosh. Dumbo will be our Glenn Close. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Congrats, Maximus. The next category. Best audio animatronic malfunction in a (laughs) Disney park. I... (laughs) Mr. Potato Head not being able to put his ear in his head. Mm-hmm. Toy Story Midway Mania, Hollywood Studios. Mm. Olaf losing his head. Frozen Ever After, Epcot. <laughs> Literally any president struggling to sit or stand <laughs> like a normal person. The Hall of Presidents, Magic Kingdom. Spider-Man stunt animatronic swinging into the side <laughs> of a building. I saw that. Avengers Campus, California Adventure. <laughs> The Yeti, Expedition Everest, Animal Kingdom. Oh, oh, wow. (laughs) 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 This is really tough. Uh, (laughs) And the Golden Pua goes to literally any president in the Hall of Presidents (laughs) trying to sit or stand in any normal way, especially because I just watched the video of, I believe it was Abraham Lincoln, (laughs) just absolutely... Oh, no, the who one of Teddy it? Roosevelt, who's just, like, Teddy twitching, who's just, like... Oh, <laughs> it, was truly, it was truly horrifying. It was truly hilarious. So it had a little bit of everything for me. So it was spooky, but also really funny. So there we go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Congratulations to all of our United States presidents in the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> who thought that this year all of the presidents would win Puas? All the presidents would win. <laughs> okay. The next category is... Best scenic design of a villain's lair. (gasps) And the nominees are Ursula's lair, the evil queen's lab from Snow White, Yzma's lab from the Emperor's New Groove, Gaston's tavern from Beauty and the Beast, or Hades' underworld from Hercules. Ooh. And the golden pua goes to Ursula's lair. From The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That conch shell and the cauldron. Yeah, it's very And the evocative. Garden of Souls. The yeah. Garden of Souls, I think, are creepier than the than the souls in, honestly, in the underworld. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I find them to be the polyps. They're a little Actually, bit now that we've read the Twisted Tales, the polyps are more disturbing to me. Yeah, I agree. Congratulations to um, Ursula's Lair. To Ursula, I guess. I think she would probably come up and collect that. Yeah. 
All right. We have a heavy hitting category already in the evening. Oh, boy. Best forgotten Disney princess. Ooh. Princess Kida from Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Princess Tiger Lily from Peter Pan. Princess Vanellope von Schweetz from Wreck-It Ralph. Princess Elanwi from The Black Cauldron. Princess Melody from The Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea. Oh, wow. Hmm. And the golden pua goes to Princess Kida. She really needs her moment. Yeah. She's powerful. She's interesting. Yes. Yeah. 100%. You all can't see this, but they currently are wheeling a glowing blue crystal version <laughs> of Kida to the stage and hoisting her up onto the stage to accept the award. Oh, there she goes. Doesn't look like we're going to get much of a speech from her. <laughs> the next category is most skippable Disney World ride. And the nominees are the Grand Fiesta Tour in the World Showcase. Living with the Land in Epcot. The Mad Tea Party in Magic Kingdom. Journey into Imagination in Epcot. Or the Barnstormer in Magic Kingdom. And the Golden Pua goes to the Barnstormer Magic Kingdom. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I will not stand 60 minutes for a one-minute ride, if so that. You would, so that a 30-second ride. You would send people to Journey into Imagination over the Barnstormer. I love Journey into the Imagination. Okay. I love it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Creepy Eric Idle as the moon? Oh, gosh. You mean oh, gosh. you don't love that? You don't love getting rotten. shot in the face <laughs> by a skunk ass? <laughs> I literally, apart from maybe the teacups and apart from, obviously, the Barnstormer, the rest of those on on that list are are ones that I don't miss. Oh, I love them too, but I feel like they're generally people who are like, who needs that crap? But I love, I love, I love both of those. I would not skip any of them (laughs) except for the Barnstormer. Congratulations, Goofy. Congratulations, Goofy. I think that'll be the only, the only, the only award the Barnstormer will get. All right. The next category. Best fish in an animated feature. And the nominees are Nemo from Finding Nemo. Flounder from The Little Mermaid. Cleo from Pinocchio. Mm -hmm. Pudge from Lilo and Stitch. Mm -hmm. Fish Out of Water from Chicken Little. (laughs) Wow. That's the little fish that wears the, like, aqua helmet. Yeah. He's very cute. Wow, what, what fantastic fish. And the golden pua goes to flounder by a landslide, I would say. Mm. A classic performance, true heroism in the final moments of the film. He's got the whole package. Mm. I love flounder. I'm very biased, so I'm sorry. Long time coming for flounder. Yeah, yeah, it's He's time. really been working his way up. Yes, it's time. Yes. I feel like Cleo came as his date. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they were nominated in the same category, and that was, like, a little awkward. Yeah. But yeah. she was supportive of him. She was first one up to clap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and by up, I mean she just moved up slightly in her fishbowl. <laughs> <laughs> and by clap, I mean opened her mouth and closed <laughs> it. <laughs> oh. 
Okay. The category is Most Heartbreaking Tears. And the nominees are Belle, crying over the beast's body. Ariel, crying as the wedding ship sails away. Simba, crying over Mufasa. Dumbo, crying during Baby Mine. Or King Frederick, with the lantern, entangled. Heartbreaking tears that are shed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the golden pua goes to Dumbo from mm. Dumbo. Mm. Oh. This is Dumbo's second nomination for the evening <laughs> and first win. <sighs> no, I, I'm sorry. There's just like out of all mm. of those situations, there's nothing like being cradled by your mother one last time before she's carted away as a mad elephant. Oh, gosh. Singing Baby Mind to you. Like, that. just, I don't really think that there's anything else that quite compares. I was wondering if Simba was going to come in with the upset there. No, because I think it's almost worse to know that your mom is still oh. alive and taken from you than mm-hmm. to have at least some sort of sense of closure of someone's death. <gasps> Damn. Wow. Oof. Yeah. That's heavy. No. You know how baby, what baby mind does to me. (laughs) (laughs) That song. (laughs) Cruelty. All right. A costuming award for the evening. Oh, goody. These are my favorite. Best disguise in an animated feature. Mm. Jafar as the old man from Aladdin. Mulan as Ping from Mulan. Robin Hood as the stork, fortune teller, and others from Robin Hood. Uh, hmm. Stitch as dog from Lilo and Stitch. Hmm. Mushu and Cricky as general on Panda from Mulan. Oh, that one's good too. Damn. Two nominations for Mulan this evening. Yes, In yes. the same category. Yes. Hmm. The Golden Pua goes to Mushu and Cricky. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Yeah, they deserve it. Yeah, they deserve it. It's, it's what's a, wrong? Yeah, you never seen a black and white before. Yeah, it, it's funny. The panda going up the tree yeah. is probably the funniest <laughs> moment in that entire movie. Yeah, yeah, it was tough for me. I was about to choose Robin Hood because that moment is like seared into my memory. It's he just it's so enjoyable, mm-hmm. and it's just so enjoyable. I don't know how else to say it. So that was tough for me. Yeah. Fortune's forecast. Lucky charm. Yeah, it's so, it's, yes, that line is burned into my memory. And I didn't even watch Robin Hood that many times. Look. Don't do it anymore. You're going to dissuade me. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh. Mushu and Cricky is kind of what I hoped that you would say. Okay. But he does multiple different ones and they're all so funny. Oh, all right. All right. It's okay. Okay. Robin Hood can take it. He'll get a Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, yeah. Okay. The category is. This one has one extra nominee, but you'll understand why. All right. Best Disney song written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And the nominees are. How Far I'll Go. Dos Oreguitas. We Know the Way. I Am Moana. We Don't Talk About Bruno. Surface pressure. Ooh. I wanted to do three nominees from each movie to make it balanced. That makes sense. All right. 
<gasps> I'm excited to see who you pick. And the golden pua goes to Lin-Manuel Miranda. Wait, <laughs> you. No. <laughs> and the golden pua goes to I Am Moana, Song <gasps> of the Ancestors. Whoa, from whoa, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, this is this is like the this is where the like indie people came yeah. for the yeah. for the vote as opposed to what's popular. Uh-huh. I kind of threw it in there to throw you, but I didn't think that you would actually pick it. So interesting. Wow. No, he mm-hmm. picked it. I think how far I'll go was probably my next one I was gonna choose. Mm-hmm. But the only reason I'm not is because I don't think that the lyrics flow as well as they could. Because oh, I feel okay. like you're spitting all those words out the see the line where the sky meets the sky. It's like mm-hmm. a little is not natural. Oh. But I feel like I am Moana. It's just like Wow. I am the daughter of wow. the chief. We are descended from one. Yeah, I mean for for it dramatic value, it's me. incredible. Yeah. And the call isn't out there at all. It's, it's inside, inside me. Yeah, that is good. It's like the tide always oh, falling, falling and rising. That's honestly the moment why <laughs> yeah, it did. It's yeah, the always good. falling and rising yeah. and like the voice yeah, does exactly yeah. the same thing. That's yeah. why it took it. Yeah. And I yeah. just can't, I can't on principle now for the, I can't on principle give it to we don't talk about Bruno. I'm sorry. I just can't. Yeah, no, that's understandable. That's understandable. Yeah. No, I didn't expect you to. All right. Next category, best sword. (laughs) Hoffund, the Bifrost sword from Thor. Raya's sword from Raya and the Last Dragon. The Skywalker lightsaber from the Star Wars franchise. Mm. And when I say the Skywalker saber, I mean Anakin Skywalker's blue one that becomes Luke's, that becomes Rey's. Mm. The sword in the stone. From the Sword in the Stone. Mm. The Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, oh, dang. I thought I had it. And the Golden Pua goes to the Keyblade from (gasps) Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be. Nine-year-old Connor just emerged from my soul and ran yeah. to the stage to accept yeah. the song. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to give it to the to the Skywalker lightsaber, but it just didn't feel right over the Keyblade. It just felt wrong. Because also the Keyblade can be all of the Disney movies because there's so many different Keyblades. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they were to include Star Wars in the next Kingdom Hearts <gasps> game... They could have a keyblade that has a lightsaber attached to it, which very honestly, true. Help me, Jesus! I want that. It is please. the blade to encompass them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Congratulations, Kingdom Hearts, and on your twentieth anniversary. Yes, there is the Kingdom Hearts very first Pua nomination and win. Yes, wow. yes. All right, we've got a big one. Okay. The next category is. Best display of magical powers by a Disney heroine. And the nominees are Elsa from Frozen, Rapunzel 
from Tangled. Fuck you. Isabella from Encanto. Ray from Star Wars. Mary Poppins from Mary Poppins. <laughs> I built this category to hurt your feeling. Okay, best display of magical power. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to say Ray because I don't think that is the best display of magical powers yeah. because I think it's a little bit dangerous. All right. Okay. okay. She's gone. Isabella, no, because she's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I don't know how to choose between these last three. I know, I know. You're a criminal. These are your girls. It's so bad. You're a criminal. (laughs) Okay. And the golden pua goes to Elsa. From Frozen and Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. It really came down to best display of magical power. And mm-hmm. she has multiple very impressive displays of magical power. One, mm-hmm. building a fucking castle. Two, saving all of Arendelle with an ice wall. Mm-hmm. Three, show yourself. Yeah, okay. And then also just like battling all of the elements into the unknown. Like... Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I Who was your runner-up? Was it Mary or Rapunzel? I didn't choose between them because I didn't have to, <laughs> and I'm not going to. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I, you got you got me to say it. So okay. Shut up. Uh. <sighs> All right. The next category. Best narrative opening sequence featuring a book. And the nominees are The Adventures of Echabod and Mr. Toad Sleeping Beauty The Sword in the Stone Robin Hood The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh Hmm. The Golden Pua goes to The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh Congratulations Congratulations. To all of the inhabitants of the Hundred Acre Wood. Friends. Yes, yes. That's a tough category. Yeah. It's like Sleeping Beauty was almost the winner because it's just freaking beautiful. But the narration just can't top the poo. Well, the narration of Sleeping Beauty is also stunning because that's the Yes, they named her Aurora yeah. after the like that thing. And then Robin Hood is Udalali. I know, I know. And I know. then the sword in the stone is a legend is sung. Of when England yeah, I'm was good, young. I'm good on that one. <laughs> and we have a running joke in my family. Aaron's like, Connor, I will pay you so much money if you go into an audition room for a professional audition <laughs> and give your 16 bars. So and much. it is the opening <laughs> for Sword of the Stone. And I was like, honestly, That's if hilarious. I was going in for Once Upon a Mattress or if I was going in for like, you know, Wait, something rotten, I would totally fucking do it. You would fucking book for one of those two. If you use that for one of those two shows, you would fucking book. You would book. <laughs> or spam a lot even. Like Yes, yes. Oh my God. And a miracle appeared in London town. The sword in the... They'd be like, what the fuck is this? And then i go, the sword in the... And they'd be like, thank you. 
leave. <laughs> be like, thank you. Be like, uh, would you like a copy of my headshot? And they're like, no, we're good. We'll have our <laughs> people call your people. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, it's the best thing I heard all day. Okay, the next category is best parks appearance by a Disney character. And the nominees are Mickey in Fantasmic, Belle in Enchanted Tales with Belle, The Beast at Be Our Guest, Kylo Ren and his Stormtroopers in Galaxy's Edge, or Cinderella and the Fairy Godmother at Cinderella's Royal Table. And the Golden Pua goes to Mickey. In Fantasmic. Mm-hmm. He literally goes all the way up to the <laughs> highest point of the mountain and makes Sorcerer Mickey shit happen. And then, you know, <laughs> pop, he's down back on the stage. That is very true. That is very what true. A, it's a word. What a way to make an appearance. <laughs> and he's also the same dude that you met earlier in the day, just like casually hanging out in some clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it that way. That's a great point. You're like, you oh my God, all, this like dude that I like met earlier today, he's like now he's doing a firework so show. So much range. We like the range. The range. He has the range. <laughs> I don't have the range. Uh, well, congrats, Mickey. I mean, uh. it's kind of like you're going in for best supporting actor and they nominated <laughs> Anthony Hopkins and you're just like, oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> Like, you're going to oh, lose to Anthony Hopkins. Like, you will. <laughs> the man read the script a hundred times. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. Next category. This is a little like production design. Mm-hmm. Best jewel or gemstone in an animated feature. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Devil's Eye. The Rescuers. The Dragon Gem. Raya and the Last Dragon. The Heart of Tefiti. Moana, Abu's Ruby, mm. Aladdin, The Heart of Atlantis, Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Wow, this is a very stacked category. Yeah, it is. We've got some gems. We've got some, we've got some, some gems. gems. We have some uncalled gems. You know what I, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncaught Gems. I mean, I was Josh... <laughs> You know, stuff like that. That's Joel or Jams in an anime fetter. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, you know, hmm, this is tough for me. You know? So many good jams. <laughs> so many good jams. So many um, jams. What would Julia Fox do? Okay. WWJD, what would Julia do? I want to be a little chaotic here. Oh shit. Purposefully or because because it was my first instinct, but it's the chaotic choice. If you choose a booze ruby, I can't be friends with you. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> it's the first thing you said to me. The category was was gems, and I was like, "Hello, definitely a booze ruby." The dragon gem dis- bestows magical right, powers right, and fine. keeps the darkness at bay. Fine. No, no, no. <laughs> you can say no. You can say a booze ruby. You can you can totally say it, and I won't say anything. You can totally you can totally say that. All right. Uh, and the golden pua 
obviously, goes to the heart of Tafiti. It's the reason for the whole movie. So it has to be. I would like to say Abu's Ruby is really a standout to me, and I just need to make that known. In the in the in like you know the little the little film compilation of this category that would be heavily featured, Abu's Ruby. Yeah. Slash. Also, was that you just pulling like a Kanye West being like, "Congratulations <laughs> to Moana and everything," but, but I'm gonna have to give this Abu to Abu. <laughs> should have should have won. <laughs> yes, that's yes, that's the experience of this of this category that I want everyone Great. to feel. <laughs> the next category is. Worst couple. <gasps> and the nominees are Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan, Han and Leia, Padme and Anakin, Pocahontas and John Rolfe. <laughs> <laughs> you really hit that one. <laughs> Were you trying to give me a hint? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Wazowski and Celia. What a very interesting category given <laughs> the last episode. <laughs> okay, I mean, I don't think that Anakin and Padme are healthy at all. I don't think that Mike and Celia are particularly healthy. I feel like there's a level of not listening that's happening mm-hmm. between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. And then Pocahontas and John Rolfe, I just, I can't tell you why, but they just don't belong together. <laughs> Just, there doesn't have to be reasoning. <laughs> and the golden Pua goes to Pocahontas mm. and John Rawl. <laughs> no explanation given. Yeah, just. It's just what's on what the card. Feel. I'm just reading what's on the card. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's inside the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make the rules. You really believe it though in your heart, right? I do. There's no, there's no logical reason why. I'm like, he doesn't do anything that's like mean. Yeah. Um. Who comes up and collects this award? Nobody. They, they, they. they, We accept it on their behalf. No one. They weren't invited. (laughs) None of these couples were invited. (laughs) Oh God. Uh, All right. The next category is. Best performance by a droid in a Star Wars feature film. Mm. And the nominees are R2-D2 from Star Wars A New Hope. C-3PO from Star Wars Return of the Jedi. BB-8 from Star Wars The Force Awakens. K-2SO from Rogue One. L-337 from Solo. Hmm. And the golden Pua goes to C-3PO. Oh, um, godness. It's it's just a very non-traditional, unexpected droid performance. In the words of C-3PO, dear lord. <laughs> exactly. What an upset. Yeah. So many fan favorites. I guess they split the vote. Yeah, that's that's exactly what that is exactly what would happen in this category. Yeah, the BB-8 lovers and the R2D2 lovers, they just Yes, exactly. It's not that he doesn't deserve it, but he did win by a hair. Yeah. All right. The old timers right. voted for him. Yeah, that's a classic green book moment. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh god. <laughs> okay. The category is Biggest recent 
Disney parks fail. And the nominees are Removal of the Magical Express, Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes, The Ending of Traditional Extra Magic Hours, Expensive After Hours Parties, or The Recent Ending of the Mask Policy. And the Golden Pua goes to all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (sighs) Okay. I have a decision. Okay. And the golden pua goes to Genie Plus Lightning Lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Lasting major. impact. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Had a, a role to play here. Yes, yes, yes. This is sound. <sighs> Though mask mandate was yeah. right behind it because, yep. you know, human life. The next category Best transformation, physical. (laughs) The Beast's transformation to a prince, Beauty and the Beast. Maleficent's transformation to a dragon, Sleeping Beauty. The Evil Queen's transformation to a peddler woman slash hag, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Cusco's transformation to a llama, The Emperor's New Groove. Giselle's transformation to a live-action human, Enchanted. Mm, what an excellent category. Excellent. I tried to give you very different types yes, of transformation. Yes, yes. Very, very good category. Like, Brother Bear was going to be in it. I'm like, but essentially that's the same sort of uh-huh. deal as the Beast transformation. Yep, yep. Same thing with Ariel. Hmm. And the Golden Pua goes to the beast transformation into a prince because it would feel absolutely wrong to give it to anything else. Even though I was tempted, there's truly. What were you tempted by? Giselle. I know that's a kick ass transformation. Yes. And just the concept of it is brilliant. Just it's, it's really good. It's really good. And it's also the conceit of the movie. Like, you know, I rewatched enchanted recently and I was like, I forgot how awesome it was of like the stars attaching to her. And then she crystallizes and then the last one hits her and it like boom explodes yeah. into live action. Very, I'm like, very brilliant. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah. But there's nothing like the emotional impact. I, I know they're all different, but the emotional impact of the beast changes. Like, oh my gosh. Oh and my that gosh. kiss with the hands oh, it's on such the a neck. good kiss where it's like the hands where they grab each other. Such a good kiss that fireworks shoot out of it. Oh my God. All right. My final category for you of the evening is Best Direct-to-Video Sequel. And the nominees are Pocahontas 2, Journey to the New World. The Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea. Kronk's New Groove. Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. And the Golden Pua goes to The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. Oh, I think I know why. He lives in you. Mm. He lives in you. And isn't Upendi in that too? Which one? That song? That song is Bala. All I know is He Lives in You. That song is the best song that has ever been written for The Lion King. Mm. All right. And we've reached that moment, the last category Mm. of the second annual Puas. Mm. The final category is Best 
end titles cover performance of a song <gasps> sung in the film. Now, I do want to be very specific. The eligible nominees for this category, it has to be a cover of a song, so it has to be sung by someone different from who sings it in the film. Okay. And it does have to be sung in the film. So, for example, Dos Origuitas is not eligible. Mm, got it. Through okay. My Eyes from Brother Bear is not nominated oh. as well. Okay. And the nominees are Beauty and the Beast by Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson from Beauty and the Beast. Into the Unknown by Panic at the Disco from Frozen 2. Reflection by Christina Aguilera from Mulan. Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John from The Lion King. Mm, damn. Colors of the Wind by Vanessa Williams from Pocahontas. Oh, God. Oh, Eat shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, I no. truly could not choose oh, this is any bad. of these. I couldn't do this. I was wondering if if I never knew you would be eligible, but technically got cut from the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it got uh, cut from the movie, so it's ineligible. Because that end credit, mm, it's so good. True to your heart uh, is not oh, nominated because true to your heart. If it could have been nominated, would have run away won. with it because that was my fucking thing. True to your heart. Excuse me. What about how does a moment last forever? I know. How does a story never die? <laughs> I actually, love I really love that cover. To. I really love it. I do too. Never, never easy, easy. <laughs> but we try. All right, and the final golden pua of the evening goes to Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson, Beauty and the Beast. Mm. There's nothing like it. It ele- it elevates the original song in a way that Elton John almost does as well, but it just elevates the original song. It set the precedent for these pop covers. It's uh, really launched Celine Dion. <laughs> it's sophisticated. She attribute she attributes to Beauty and the Beast her success. Wow, what a queen. That's wow. why she that's why she agreed to come back and do the end title oh, song for the live God, action. She was like I, she was like, I owe so much to Beauty and the Beast. And she was like, I did this in honor of my husband who passed. And she was like, because he told me that I should do Beauty and the Beast. And I did. And it was the gateway to my success. Well, you've only solidified my reasoning. Yeah. Uh. Celine's a class act. Well, there you have it, folks. That is the second annual Poor Unfortunate Awards the Puas. Congratulations to all the nominees. Congratulations to all the winners. Again, over a hundred nominees this year, Mm. 20 categories. We'll be back again next year for the third annual Puas, but we we can't wait to hear your thoughts. And thank you so much for joining us. If you liked this episode, please remember to hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. That way all of our episodes download right to your device. You don't miss out on anything. And please make sure to hit five stars and leave a review. It helps other listeners find the podcast. You know, it boosts us in terms of search results and things like that. And also, it just boosts our mood a little bit, too, just to see that you're enjoying what we're putting out there. So thank you in advance for taking the couple seconds that it takes to tap in a few words about what you liked. And we can't wait to bring more to you in the future. Another thing that really means a lot to us is, seriously, every single like, every single comment, every single vote in a poll 
on our social media accounts. So please follow us at Poor Unfortunate Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and at Unfortunate Pod on Twitter. We had a really fantastic week over on the Instagram. We put up a lot of our um, love do's and don'ts from the previous episode and had people vote on what they think about the couples, what they think about the situations. It was fascinating. People were torn down the middle with a lot of these, and it was just a really interesting study. We love, love hearing what you all think about what we discuss. It's the, it's, sometimes it's the only way we can really, you know, have a conversation with you all about it. So please Yeah, aside from us. the two of us. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we need a, sometimes we're an echo chamber here. Sometimes we need some outside yeah. opinions. So please follow us, vote in the polls, leave comments. We love hearing what you have to say. And if you want to speak even more in depth about your Disney opinions, please join us in our private Facebook group, The Poor Unfortunate Fam. Like I said, it's a private group for our listeners um, where we get to just get to know you better. We get to hear about your Disney trips, what you thought about the episode, if you thought we were totally wrong about something or if you really agreed. We have some really fantastic conversations. We take fun BuzzFeed quizzes. It's it's lovely to be there and we want to meet you. So please join and tell us a little bit about yourself so that we can we can know a little bit about who's on the other side when we're when we're talking here. And as I always say, it does take us a little bit of money to keep the podcast up and running and coming to you all. We do have a PayPal account, and that's linked in our episode description and in the website links on all of our social media accounts. Truly, anything that you might be able to contribute goes a long way for us. Uh, You can make a donation of $5, $10, more than that. You can make it one time. You can make it monthly. All of it just goes right back into the podcast. Helps us keep these episodes free and, for the most part, ad-free Every little bit goes a long way for us, like I said. So if you have anything that you might be able to spare, we would really, really appreciate it. Just helps us keep this going for you all. So thank you very much. Thank you. All righty. That's going to do it for us. Until next time, happy Puas and Beluga Beluga Savruga. Savruga.